I want to just give you and leave you with just some of my approach to slowing down and my intention in sharing this with you is to remind you that this can be done in very small, easy ways. It doesn't mean life in its entirety has to stop or slow down or you have to cut out all the things, but we can start to create a lifestyle in which you build in slow intentionality, where you build in stillness and receptivity in what you do. Some of these might surprise you. Some of these might be like, oh yeah, okay, I can do that. That's so simple, like duh. So the first thing is slowing down your eating. I don't know about you, but girl loves to eat fast. And sometimes I'm sad at the end of a meal because I'm like, oh my God, that was so good. And I'm so sad it's gone so fast. I wish I would have savored it. So can you like really slow down, chew your food completely, which is also healthy for us. Uh, Once I got a colonic and the woman was like, um, can you please chew your food? Like there are branches in here, (laughs) like full on branches sliding through your colon. (laughs) I'm like, sure, got it. So can you chew your food slowly and completely? Can you taste the food? Like really take it in. If you are with people eating, can you just like pause and listen and not feel like, you know, food always has to be in your mouth? Can you take time to like gently hydrate and just kind of be in the entire meal process rather than finishing your plate so quickly? This one is a really powerful one that I think will bleed into other experiences. So for example, if you're at dinner with friends and you're eating nice and slowly, you're enjoying the food, maybe you're tasting a little wine and how it pairs with the food. But this also kind of bleeds into taking in the person across from you or people around you in a way that you haven't before. And so allow this commitment to very small ways of slowing down to just bleed where you're like, you know what? I I love the sound of this person's voice and I don't think I've ever told them before. I'm really like, I'm hearing it, I'm listening to it, I'm taking it in and I just think they have such a beautiful voice and I'm going to tell them. <laughs> you know, it's those moments that our heart loves, really, really loves. So just watch, you know, those experiences pop up more and more. Second thing is simplifying your morning routine. I know we love a morning routine. We love to do the most. I am one of those people that used to have like an eight-step morning routine. And what I've done lately is to simplify. So I will simply get up. (laughs) I won't look at my phone, but I will go turn on some hot water. I'll have some tea or maybe make my special coffee. And then I'll sit down and read. And if I feel like meditating at the end, great. If not, no worries. But I'm just allowing myself to have this mindful moment in the morning. And my intention is usually something around just setting the tone for my day, clearing my mind and allowing my vision for the day or the feeling I want to have today to come in and settle into my being. So simplify your morning routine. See how it feels because if I were to pull you, I am sure that a lot of you would say that at one point or another, your morning routine has stressed you out. 
And I just don't want that for you anymore. <laughs> let's simplify it and let's make it just really fulfilling and soft. Third, slower workouts, baby. I know, I know we love the HIIT workouts all the time and sprinting on the treadmill and doing five spin classes a week and all the things. And I have been there. I was a fitness instructor for four and a half years. I taught SoulCycle on top of SoulCycle, teaching SoulCycle 12, 15 times a week. I was also doing Barry's Boot Camp and other HIIT workouts. And my adrenals were shot. I was chronically dehydrated. I had skin issues. I was actually holding on to weight because my body was in this like fight or flight mode all the time. And so the slower workouts has really allowed me to be in my body, connect with my body, know when I want more or I want less. And honestly, my body has responded beautifully. I feel less inflamed. I just feel like my nervous system has finally relaxed. So try slower workouts and see how that bleeds into the rest of your day. Perhaps you start the day with a nice, beautiful yoga flow. And there is like a mindfulness piece of yoga that I have found. If I do it at the beginning of the day, just bleeds into everything. I am less reactive I am more in my body. I'm more intuitive with what I need throughout the day. So I ask for what I need. It's really, really amazing. Four, slowing conversations so that you can consciously listen and respond. I know a lot of us are having these quick conversations, whether at work or with our friends. We're ticking off the box of like calling our mom. It's really important that we slow down that we listen to what someone is saying or not saying, that we really sense someone. And I found that being that present allows for the conversation to go deeper to a place that I really desire rather than the surface level of how are you? What's new? Like catch me up on life. It's like, no, let's ask like really intentional questions that are at the top of my heart based on what you're giving me, whether through what you're saying or kind of the energy that I'm feeling. And it's just been such a game changer for me. And sometimes it throws people off. So I will say like if people kind of look at you sideways and you're like, uh, what's happening? It does throw people off when you're just, you're listening, you're pausing before responding, you're really taking in what they're saying, or you're talking a little bit slower. It throws people, they're like, is something wrong? (laughs) But hold your pose, hold this state of your nervous system. And if you sense that they are, you know, uncomfortable, maybe even say like, you know, I know I'm, I'm taking time to respond and to listen and even to in what I'm saying. But I really want to be present to what you're sharing with me. So that's the best way I can do that. So try it. Another way that I've really helped myself identify the blocks to slowness and stillness and intentionality is noticing if I feel like I have to be the pace dictator Or if I have a pace dictator, someone else that is dictating my pace and I'm just mirroring and mimicking. And 
different moments, I have different answers. Sometimes I'm setting the pace and sometimes someone else is setting the pace and I am just desperately trying to keep up with them. This can happen in work situations. This can happen in a partnership. This can happen with friends or even just like very sneakily online on social media. Like we can have someone that we follow that we're like, oh my God, uh, they're doing this. I, I, I have to do either that or something like it. And I just want us to unhook, unhook from that debilitating self-imposed responsibility because it's not a responsibility to set the pace as far as quickness goes. It is our responsibility to regulate and find a pace that feels good to us and intentional and present to us. And it's not our responsibility to follow the pace of anyone else. So notice that. Thank you so much for tuning in to Morning Microdose by Almost 30. We hope you enjoyed waking up. As always, we encourage you to take what resonates and leave the rest. If you enjoyed this trip, tune into the full episode on the Almost 30 podcast. All episode information can be found in the show notes. Make sure to subscribe. And if this becomes a part of your morning routine, be sure to share it with a friend. We have new inspiring doses Monday through Friday. Follow us on Instagram at Morning Microdose and follow Almost 30 at Almost 30 Podcast. Thanks for listening. We'll see you in the vortex.